Hello and welcome to Fancy a Blather podcast. I'm your host, Kirsty Taylor. Um, before we hop into the usual episode and the positivity and the good things happening in the world and the solutions we're hopefully creating, I just want to take a moment to say how truly devastated I am for Lebanon right now. I don't think devastated even covers... And um, we have put a post on our Instagram earlier on today about what you can do to help Lebanon. Please, please take some time out of your day to help these people in need. Um, Again, I'm speechless. The world is becoming such a dangerous place for so many reasons sometimes. And we would need to help them to find their solutions. And we need to help the people in Lebanon. So please, please just take this time out of your day to read that post to find out what you can do to help don't don't read our post just look online see what you can do research we'll have lots of links in the show notes for what you guys can do and um, I just felt that was really important to mention before we hop into the main episode so yeah so anyway feels rather strange to just continue on after that but yeah um, this week's episode is with Rosie Glow Productions, who are a trio of sisters who started a production company right here in Scotland in um, in Perthshire, and they are putting on a show called Revival, which is a, the first drive-in theatre of Scotland, and um, it's going to be epic. And they're doing really incredible things for the art. So do stay tuned for the for the interview with them later on in the episode and find out how you can get involved and how you can come along to a revival if you're in the area. But yeah, just before we get started, of course, we'll start off with the small wonder of the week. So the small wonder of the week this week, um, the other day I was in my kitchen and there was a, a cloud with the most perfect outline. It was as if somebody had spent hours and hours drawing and curating this insanely insanely well rounded cloud that sounds so bizarre but it just looked so breathtaking I don't really have the words for it so I ran through and told my dad and he wasn't really as impressed as I was but that is my small wonder of the week so there's cool things in the world to pay attention to and for what I'm engaging with it was originally of course going to be Folklore by Taylor Swift. I've been playing it non-stop. Those of you who know me know I'm a massive Swifty fan, but now I'm just doing research on how we can help Lebanon. So that's really what I'm engaging with is what we can do to to help the people who are suffering so terribly. So that's what I'm engaging with. So now we will hop into our poem of the week, which will be related to the arts as that's what this episode is about. So this week's poem is one that I found on Instagram by K underscore Shire. Um, her Instagram at is at eternity underscore of a underscore poetry. Um, but I will have that in the show notes so that you can check out the rest of her poetry. She writes really incredible poetry. And this week we've chosen to feature her poem simply named Theatre. Theatre. An ephemeral reality truer than the one of ours. 
at times a faithful reminder to all of posterity, sometimes a lesson learnt from our historical ancestry. Theatre that requires careful attention like a child yet preaches like a parent, theatre, a powerful entity that is never dormant. So, like I said before, that poem was called Theatre and it's by Eternity underscore of underscore poetry and you can find her on Instagram. So yeah, check out her work. And now we're going to kick on into the main episode with Rosie Glow Productions. So enjoy. Hi all, so Kirsty just popping in here before we kick into the main episode to talk about our charity spot for the week. Those of you that are new every week, instead of having ads, we highlight one charity. Um, this week the charity was chosen by our guests, Rosie Glow Productions. So the charity that they chose to highlight is called Acting for Others, which you can find at www.actingforothers.co.uk. I'm just going to read you a little bit from their website of what they're all about. So here we go. Curtain calls and cries of encore, the end to a perfect night at the theatre. However, it isn't always the perfect ending for the ill, injured or elderly who can no longer work and now find themselves in need. That's where acting for others steps out from the wings and into the limelight. For every successful performer, there are hundreds of actors, dancers, musicians, lighting technicians, scene painters, wardrobe staff, front of house, backstage staff, who are not so fortunate. They may be suffering from illness, injury, be caring for a child with special needs, or have reached an age where they simply can no longer work to support themselves or make ends meet. Acting for Others is made up of 14 individual theatres theatrical charities each with their own remit between us we offer financial and emotional assistance and support to those in the entertainment profession who have fallen on hard times the members charities dispense over two million pound to hundreds of people within the profession every year so that's a little bit about what acting for others does and if you're interested in checking them out getting involved seeing what you can do to help out um, check out their website, actingforothers.co.uk. I'm sure they have an Instagram and things like that as well that I'm sure you'll be able to find via their website. Um, of course, donate if you can. Um, if not, then spread the word, raise awareness. And if you are an artist or somebody who works in the arts, a theatre worker that has been affected by COVID-19, please do get in touch with Acting for Others because they have information about how they can support you during this time. And to get in touch with them, you can contact them at a4o at trtf.com. And that's a4o at trtf.com. Yeah, so check out Acting for Others and enjoy the rest of the episode. Okay, and welcome this week to Rosie Glow Productions, who are here to talk a little bit about their new adventure that they've started during lockdown. So I don't know if you just want to start off by introducing yourselves like one by one. Sure. Um, I'm Victoria. Uh, I'm normally an actor and singer and I'm one of the co-owners of Rosie Glow Productions. I'm Rowan. I'm usually a dancer. I've travelled the world dancing and now I'm back here and also started this Productions. Um, I'm Harriet. Uh, I'm usually a scientist and I'm also uh, a co-owner of Rosie Glow Productions. 
Amazing, perfect. And what inspired the name? I love the name Rosy Glow Productions, and I was wondering what inspired that specific name. How did you guys come up with the name? Well, we were, we actually wanted something like kind of, we're thinking of trying to bring a rosy like outlook on life in such a dark time. That's kind of what we were going with when we were thinking of like, like rosy outlook, rosy, and we were. We went through like a million names, like <laughs> it was hours of names. Um, nice. But eventually, we came across Rosy Glow. It just kind of flowed. It kind of embodied what we were trying to bring put across in in our whole outlook. And then, yeah, that's where we are. <laughs> nice. No, I love the name. I think it's such a good, like, catchy name and has like a really nice, positive feeling about like a nice warm feeling about it um so what inspired <laughs> you guys all to get involved in the arts so like before you started obviously rosy glow how did you all get involved in the arts in different ways just like growing up and things like that like what was the I thing think our, our family in general are very arts orientated and um Ruan and myself are both performers and our elder sister's a vocal coach um so our family's constantly being around music and and creativity anyway um, I know getting into it, it was going to like local dance schools, all three of us, or four of us went to, um, Julie Young Dance Schools, which is in nice. Perth, and we started off there and just kind of build up, we, me and Moambles went to the dance school of Scotland, I ended up going to East 15 Drama School, and Moam went to Elmhurst Ballet School, yeah. Um, nice. so, so. yeah. So it's like a cool thing as well that you've you can all like share as a family as well which is nice so it's like a yeah, common a common interest that's super cool and um, how did you guys come about like with this idea how did it kind of start how did it grow kind of thing do you know what I mean like what was the journey or what's the journey well, been so far <laughs> <laughs> the idea started just one evening we were sat in the living room uh, having a glass of sangria and <laughs> scrolling Instagram and uh, I came across it's actually similar shows um, in Germany, like drive-in kind of okay. shows, Germany and Norway and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was just chatting to them. We started chatting about it and it's like, oh, look, I've seen this. Like, this is so cool. We don't have anything like this in Scotland. And then, yeah, we just kept chatting and it went from there, didn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. And, and then it snowballed. It snowballed from <laughs> us snowball sitting in the living room to being like, oh, maybe we should actually look into it. Like, we spoke to some friends and said, oh, we've seen this idea and we actually think it's worth even trying it and then people are like no that's a cool idea and then we just kept asking people and moving forward until actually we're here and we're two weeks out of opening night. <laughs> Amazing. I remember the day after we'd been we'd first done school we all went through it into your bedroom and we're like do you guys actually want to do this and we're like yeah we're gonna do this. <laughs> <laughs> yes it's happening this is the perfect time for you to plug the event so the dates what it's about like kind of like the elevator pitch if you will of what the event's all about for people listening. So Revival is a drive-in variety show that completely adheres to like social distancing guidelines. Meaning you can come in in your car, you'll be completely socially distanced and really, really safe. Uh, the show itself is like a classic variety show with a modern twist. So we've got dancers, we've got singers, we've got a comedian, we've got a magician. So there's a little bit of something for absolutely everyone. Um, gran, children, the dog, everybody's gonna love it. <laughs> you should just yeah. come along. We're also giving a proportion of our profits towards an amazing charity called Acting for Others. So 
by buying a ticket, you're actively helping the arts and giving back to the creative fields that really need a help right now because it's not just actors and performers who are struggling, it's every single aspect of the arts front of house, ushers, backstage, artists, set designers, costume designers, everybody mm -hmm. needs a hand because it's a pretty much almost a completely freelance industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the show dates for last three weekends in August. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's at Skin Palace. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be so. I'm so excited. It's gonna be so good. <laughs> I feel like that's a really good location as well. Trying yes, to it's absolutely beautiful. To go. Yeah, <laughs> I said, Well, if I pay for the car, will you come? <laughs> My mom, like, yeah, okay, then yeah, bring them all along, get everyone involved, they'll all love it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they might be surprised how much they enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the other thing as well, of course, um, you mentioned the charity, so we're actually our charity spot every week on this podcast. We do, I don't do ads or anything because this isn't my full time career, instead, I do a charity spot earlier on. So um. That is the chosen charity. So that was chosen by you guys for this week. Yeah. So hopefully yeah. people find out more Good. about that. Um, so why do you believe that the arts are so, this is quite a big question. Um, the arts are so important, not just necessarily in your life, but maybe like in Scotland as a country. I mean, it could go worldwide, but that's an even bigger question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm showing a lot that being involved in the arts, participating or even watching it can really help people. Like it helps improve mental health. It helps, especially right now, people are really locked, like locked in their houses and can't get out. It can be a nice, like an evening or a day away, can be a lovely um, escape for people when it's pretty mm -hmm. rubbish at the moment. <laughs> but also, like art in all forms and theatre and performance and everything gives us moments of history that we can look back on, like paintings, we can look back and see parts of time, sculpture, and theatre is the same way. It's, there's some shows in London that have been running for 30, 40 years, and they are a, a staple in our culture. Mm -hmm. And it's not just these things that we see. We're absolutely inundated with that as a culture everywhere we go. It's on Netflix, it's on our walls, it's even down to the memes that people make. Those would not be created. <laughs> yeah without people who study and train and use it. And I don't think people realise how much it is completely ingrained in our society. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and all these, even from like what you watch Netflix to this live thing, it really affects you and it, it's an escapism for mm -hmm. everybody and it's such a positive stamp on people's like mental health. And especially our kind of thing, because everybody's been stuck at home, of course they've had their Netflix movies, but um, no, you can like get out and still see a little bit outside of your little bubble of your home. Yeah. So even that is a, a slight benefit to your mental health, being yeah. able to go out and do something and also feel safe and not have the anxiety of worrying about all the issues that are in the world right now. Yeah. Yeah, I think as well what's nice about your event is that it's a collective experience, but it's still like a safe yeah. environment to have a collective experience. Yeah, obviously exactly. like right now people wanna be more careful which of course everyone should be but there's still like a collective thing happening it's like going to the cinema but obviously like in your car but you're all, yeah, yeah. You're all watching the same thing kind of thing so like yeah you could one of your friends could be there the same night as you and it can be something that you can talk about and although you aren't in the yeah. same car you're still having that experience which I think is something that people kind of underappreciate a lot about the arts in general, yeah, about yeah, live yeah. theatre and things like that. I think people don't think about the community aspect it can bring. 
even though exactly. you can go by yourself there's still kind of like an aspect of community within the audience which is something that I think people have craved a lot during lockdown and I, yeah, know, yeah, completely. It's I do lot, think it, going, going into our planning has been a lot of that because we have slightly small audiences and some other drivers mm-hmm. in England who want to give it a more intimate theatre experience yeah. yeah 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 I get you and I do think it is escapism but I do also love that the artists can make a statement that they can kind of yeah do something with what's going on in the world and also like for educating as well some people just understand things better through like the medium of dance or through yeah, the medium yeah, of singing definitely. and things rather than like being spoken at so I think it's quite good for that as yeah. well because a different way self-expression <laughs> yeah exactly a better it's therapeutic really like I I started doing painting in lockdown and I'm not like I'm not good at painting and it's not like looks like a yeah. six-year-old did it but it's like nice like I when I do it I'm like oh this was enjoyable yeah. like I'm not gonna sell it or frame it but it's a therapeutic <laughs> thing to do yeah, it is actually in my pa- yeah it's in my parents conservatory actually but I think somebody asked the other day if an eight-year-old made it and I was like oh <laughs> we've moved up two years so that's all right <laughs> um yeah do you have any exclusives though for the listeners of who who the performers are going to be anything you haven't put on your Facebook yet you can share oh let's maybe give you a little hint as to what's in the show we have actually one of the numbers is something you might have seen on TikTok if anyone's a TikTok fan (laughs) that's a a little exclusive that is an exclusive (laughs) before before it gets banned (laughs) before it gets banned yes if you still want your TikTok fix, <laughs> <laughs> Revival, the place to get your TikTok fix. So I guess going off of before, obviously we spoke about what the arts mean to like everyone and why they're important, but what do they mean uh-huh. to each of you individually? And I guess also potentially what do they mean to your family as something to do as a family? Okay, I'll start. <laughs> um, I mean, for me, it's my my job. So that's one thing that it is, is my profession. But also, mm-hmm. I'm very lucky to have found a job that I love and is like also my hobby and my passion and mm. everything else. And in general, it's a time for me personally when I'm, when I'm performing and I'm creating. I probably feel the most confident in who I am as a person feel the most unmistakably me and how I want to feel all the time and it's probably a little bit selfish um, but I, I that's why I love performing because it makes me feel good and if I know that I can mm-hmm. the person who watched me then I, I don't think I that's know. selfish that's I don't think it's selfish because if you're not able to be yourself and look after yourself then how can you help other people so really it's selfless exactly. to be selfish in my opinion oh. so I don't oh, think so. You can put that on your wall. <laughs> yeah, I'll write it in Sharpie. <laughs> so for me, it's the similar thing. Like I have always grown up with the arts and performing, and I've been lucky enough to do be performing a lot of my career. I've had a good career, and actually, in these past few months, not being able to perform it does affect me. And it's such a, because I'm used to it, I'm used to having this, being able to express myself through, for me, it's through movement and dance Mm -hmm. or choreography. Um, For me, it's just a way of expressing myself and being able to like, 
bring happiness out of me and show my emotions in a way that other people hopefully makes them happy too. <laughs> um, yeah, for me it's an expression and I think it's an important expression for me and for the people watching. Nice. Uh, oh, I'm, I've never been the one who likes to be in the limelight. I definitely prefer the backstage kind of things. But growing up, I loved the arts. I was always a singer and into music. I used to paint a lot and I just, coming back to it for this, it's made me so proud because I'm really enjoying doing a piece of work which I'm so proud of and it's giving back to people because we're trying to give back to a local community, we're trying to give back to support so many people in the arts right now that it's really fulfilling to do something nice, that you're proud of and that you're giving back to people. Yeah, it's a nice feeling, isn't it? And plus, I backstage people are just as important anyway. So, exactly. like, yeah, everyone's needed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It doesn't you work without everyone. As, you yeah, you wouldn't have the show if nobody was there to put people in their streets. You wouldn't have the yeah. show if nobody was there to sell the tickets. You wouldn't mm -hmm. have the show if there was no lighting. You can't do a show in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can, but it's going to be rubbish. Interesting. Not socially distance if you're doing a show in the dark, for sure. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, what's like, been your go to thing to watch, read, listen to, write, anything like that during lockdown? What's been like your things that you've kind of been the most, you've watched the most or listened to? Do you know what I mean? I mean, I'm obsessed with Netflix. Um, Any particular which is shows? not healthy. Um, do you know what? <laughs> not I'm not going to lie. I watch a lot of what I would consider trash American shows. <laughs> I, bet, I bet I've seen them all. <laughs> I, um, I mean, I started last night watching the second series of The Umbrella Academy. That was fun. Oh, yeah. Um, I just started that this morning. So did I. Yeah. <laughs> How about the other one? Literally um, right before this. <laughs> and I tried to listen to more podcasts and stuff to get more into nice. it. Um, I listen to uh, one that my friend does, which is called Proud Podcast, and it's really cool and looks Wait, like we'll put that in the show notes. Yeah, put it in the show notes. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been doing. Nice. Yeah, I, to be honest, I listen to a lot of radio. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, want to drive my ride. I got a favorite channel though. What's your favorite radio station? Either, to be honest, I either just watch just Radio One, watch, listen to Radio <laughs> One, or TFM. So yeah, I love a bit of TFM. Yeah, a bit of TFM. Just, yeah, I like to have radio on. I like, I like music. So I just generally, but I'm not even one. I don't pick, I like, I love on Spotify, just finding mm. like a random playlist for the day. Like it'll be like Monday, Monday inspiration or something. And it's just like completely random songs. But I like, rather than, I don't have ones I listen to all the time. I like to have different okay. ones every day, depending on my mood. Um, That's cool though. You just um, like, to go with the flow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like to just. I've always liked to listen to new stuff, and uh, I don't actually watch too much TV. I did watch that's, that Tiger that's King impressive. series. <laughs> oh, did you? Did you watch the reunion? Did you watch yeah, the reunion yeah. show? What was that? Oh, Might that was well a... a Zoom call. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> Very disappointed. That's pretty much my Netflix. Uh, nice. <laughs> that's you? pretty uh, impressive. I, I watch I listen to a lot of music on Netflix on, Netflix, on Spotify. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um but again, uh I just kind of listen to random stuff that I enjoy. <laughs> I've been listening to your friend's podcast when I go running, but I'm not running so much recently, so <laughs> 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 beginning of lockdown I 
that was great. That was a good laugh. That's interesting. Um, Do you like listening to a podcast when you run rather than like music? Well, I used to think that I like listening to music, but mm. actually I get really distracted. I'm not a very good runner. Yeah. So I get really distracted by podcasts because I really enjoy them. Oh, so okay. then I don't realise how far I'd run. And I'm not oh, a quick runner and it's not like I'm trying to try that. Times. I listen to like the Nike, the Nike playlists because they have a good beat normally, but I do sometimes feel like I want to go a bit slower right now. Can you like maybe stop? So maybe I should listen to one. I don't really listen. I don't want to listen to myself though. So I need to find (laughs) some good podcasts. Yeah, I've got a couple that I like. Yeah, I just find that it's kind of different and it um, it distracts me, which is what I need because I'm mentally, I'm not a good runner. So I need something to completely distract mm, me and forget that. that I'm actually forcing myself to exercise. Nice. Um, yeah. I'm also really into like prison documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> but I was really into them until you told me something and then it scared me and then I could watch oh, them anymore. Oh, <laughs> really? But into prison. I think it was a like, murderous story. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess when you put like that. And you were like, did you hear about this person? I was like, oh, my God, like a I love a good crime documentary but when I'm like living like right now it's fine because I'm living with my parents but normally I'm living alone and I have to like watch something else before bed I'll be like oh let's just put on like a funny YouTube or something because I won't sleep otherwise and I'm like oh why did I watch this the real detective (laughs) the real detectives the most recent one I've been watching quite good it's quite intense they're all like obviously real stories and every time it's a different detective but they are quite quite graphic they do I want to know all the psychology but then I get a bit like god but if I can understand their psychology then how close am I to being them like, yeah, yeah. Like that. that's a bit scary <laughs> no sweet um what was the other thing oh yeah I this is a bit of a rogue question but what do you imagine the world would be like if we didn't have the arts like what do you think boring very yeah, boring right. yeah i think I people think it... would no you yeah. go <laughs> yeah i don't think people realize how much they rely on the arts mm. like even like a poster or like all that kind of stuff there's so much is that even your clothing like that is designed by someone mm. <laughs> like even colors an artist that designs fashion like, fa- like everything is the, the world, world relies on it the world so we wouldn't be doing anything i think uh I think the arts is an expression of intelligence as well, an expression of, I think, growth as humanity from when we were just mm. roaming about, um, not with dinosaurs, but, you know, I mean, that times long, long ago. Same with, like, every, everything that's been written, oh, so mm. much has been written, has been written for enjoyment. And if it was just written to be, just to be words, it, it, I don't think you possibly could have a world that had no arts. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. When people put it on a plate, yeah, that can be the way people present stuff. The way yeah. you present yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that society would really exist without no, in terms of like, because obviously literature is also art, but not necessarily like a book, but like <laughs> someone writing something on serial. Like sometimes they try and make that funny and things like that. Yeah. And exactly. What would you do otherwise? Just have like a blank thing with like the calories. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even so, like jingles on the ad- TV adverts and stuff. Mm, that true. person spent years in music school learning how to write music. That's and true. they wrote the best jingle they could. Yeah. <laughs> what would you just be like? Toast. 
<laughs> That's the answer. And just like yeah. a black and white photo because it couldn't be like a video or anything. Yeah, yeah exactly. It would just have to be like the word toast and nothing else because then... Yeah, yeah. and even then we've got a graphic designer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't win, can't win. Yeah, I agree. So just to round it off, how do you guys think that people at home can support the arts right now? Of course, obviously by buying a ticket for Revival oh, yeah. or volunteering or getting involved. But other than that, what else can they do? I think check in... If you, if you don't have any means to like financially help, check in on your friends who you know that are artists. See how they're doing. Um, just make sure people are doing this okay because it's a really tough time. And mm. a lot of people in the orphans of the arts, because a lot of us work multiple jobs, mm-hmm. aren't having access to the funding that other people would get because they don't reach a certain threshold of employment or and are really, really struggling. So just check in on people, see that they're okay. I think it's yeah. checking in on like your local theatres and stuff because there's so many more people than just your performers that you think of when you think of the art. There's ushers and everyone, so many people that are being affected by it right now. But I think just checking in on your friends you know work in that sector that would need help. Yeah. And have a look at it. There's so many at the moment. There's so many um like live online things that you can watch or even just support places like share people's posts that are really, they're trying to start up again. There's also theatres that are trying to start up or like us we're trying to do a drive-in but we're not the only ones there's a lot of other places in different areas of the country that are trying to do this so even if you can't go or you can't financially afford it or whatever the situation is even if you just share a post it really helps people like spread the word and help bring back yeah i think that's such a good point i think that's such a good point that is so important to spread the word because you never know that the people in your circle that don't live near you might be near something that they could go to that obviously you can't and obviously like if you have a friend who's like trying to I don't know like make their song big on Spotify or something just like retweeting it and something like that just increases the audience and it like snowballs so I think that's literally like one second of your time to press Mm -hmm. the button exactly it's the bare minimum you can do and it's free exactly yeah these little things are so helpful yeah and just to round off there's two things so the first thing is before you like shout out your social media and everything every week obviously um i i don't know if you know but i studied english literature so every week i say what i'm reading right now so i don't know if Uh you have any book that you're reading it doesn't have to be one you're reading this week but what are you reading like at the moment kind of thing it can be like a magazine uh newspaper a book like it doesn't have to be one type or an audio book as well I'll go first while you think of yours. I'm still reading. I'm still reading. Where the <laughs> Where the Crawdads Sing by Delilah Owens. That's our um, book club book of the month for this podcast. We've just started a book club as part of the podcast, so I'm reading that. And I've also been reading the new um, magazine of O Magazine, which is like a mindful magazine that used to be called O Comly. So that's what I've been reading. Yes. You guys have anything you can think of? <laughs> I've been reading uh, May Martin's book about the Charles. Actually, for the life of me, I cannot remember the title at this moment in time. But uh, it's about uh, sexuality and his views on it. And it's like a comedy satire. Yeah, if you send me the name of it, I can put it in the show notes for people to check out. I feel like I've not read anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I mean, BBC articles. Yeah, um, that counts. That counts. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I've been rereading the script for this show multiple times to try to tweak it. 
Um, yeah, I feel like nice. my